Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. There's a lot of advice out there on how to establish breastfeeding. And if you give birth in hospital, you can go to a class and learn there. But what if you want to breastfeed beyond the first year? And what if you have another child while you're still breastfeeding? Karen Sharon is a midwife and lactation consultant with the Parrot School, and she joins us now. Hi, Karen. How are you? Uh, hi, Siobhan. Hi, everybody. Very excited to be here and talk about our long-term breastfeeding. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, Karen, once babies start solids, they don't need as much milk. What reasons do you find that women like to continue to breastfeed? So um, I find firstly uh, that particularly through the first year of life, breastfeeding in terms of health benefits for the baby, um, the benefits are there and con- continue in that first year of life. So um, commencing solids uh, does not mean that all the nutritional needs of a baby are satisfied just with solids and water. They're, they actually still need um, the benefits from the breast milk as well. And that can reduce definitely throughout the second year of life. So still conjures benefits, but uh, possibly a bit less after the uh, first year of life. We basically know that the more and the longer you breastfeed as a woman, the more and the better are the benefits for you in terms of postponing or maybe averting any uh, concerns around breast cancer, for example. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So I don't want to uh, sound like we're promising everything to everybody, but basically um, there is more, um, so some really good evidence that suggests that breastfeeding for longer and more actually conjures more ben- ben- benefits to the uh, mother as well. And having said all that, obviously the benefits in breastfeeding go well beyond transferring milk uh, from a mother's breast to baby's body, so through the mouth. So the benefits there, of comfort, of closeness, of um, trust, of the relationship and the bond are not to be sneezed at. These are extremely important in terms of the ongoing development and social adaptation of your baby. So many good reasons. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned there that um, there are some long-term benefits for mothers breastfeeding longer. Um, But I was also thinking about how much breastfeeding can take out of you physically. Like I remember feeling quite tired um, when I was breastfeeding my babies. Is there a time in a woman's life or a time during breastfeeding that a woman should consider stop stopping breastfeeding for her own health? Mm. So um, obviously, and I definitely agree with you, breastfeeding does take its toll on um, on the woman's uh, nutritional needs. And so uh, women need to be really supportive and really caring for themselves while they are breastfeeding to make sure that they are nourishing and replenishing themselves and all the nutrients that they might be missing or depleting themselves of while breastfeeding. So definitely I agree with you. This possibility of uh, women getting depleted in some essential 
micronutrients is possible with breastfeeding. So important to care for yourself. However, many women report, on the other hand, that breastfeeding uh, makes them calmer, makes them more comfortable with um, routine and repetitive activities. Breastfeeding creates a a, um, certain balance in our hormones that uh, many women who stop breastfeeding can actually feel, particularly initially, uh, how much they miss that. So there is the aspect of relaxation that comes with breastfeeding and the hormones that we release while breastfeeding that is something to consider as well. Um, So not all that tiredness is necessarily a depletion. It could be uh, something else. Having said that, I absolutely don't judge and I'm absolutely in support of a woman feeling this is taking too much out of me in any front and limiting and shortening her breastfeeding experience. So by no means I'm trying to, you know, bring bring you to feeling of guilt if you choose to say that breastfeeding does not suit you anymore from a certain stage of your baby's life. If babies need less milk once they start solids, I would have assumed that our breast milk drops to match that need. How do you keep up your milk supply if you're feeding your baby less but you want to keep feeding them? Yeah, so um, interestingly and magically, really, the um, that supply and demand equation persists uh, throughout our breastfeeding experience. And so the more you stimulate your breasts, the more there is a baby at the breast or you are expressing um, your breast milk, the more breast milk you will produce as a general rule. I mean, there could be interruptions to that, but generally speaking, the more milk you remove, the more milk you create. And so these are, um, you know, general guidelines in terms of bringing up your supply. I do want to just put an aside here and mention that we know of a cultural practice in China by which grandmothers breastfeed their grandchildren, so they relactate. Wow. Um, yes. And so um, I'm, I'm all looking forward to this breastfeeding my grandchildren. Sounds like a really good <laughs> idea to me. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot of cultural kind of connotations to this. But I just want to say that having have breastfed ever probably makes you or enables you to breastfeed again and potentially recreate your um, lactation capability uh, later on in life, even not with your own, uh, having had your own pregnancy and birth. So even if you say there are women who will breastfeed until their child's about four, even if your child is four and they're only having a feed, say, once a day, your breast supply should still be able to meet that demand even four years after birth and only once a day? Yes, absolutely. Um, so um, um, I'd expect that that breastfeed is a relatively short comfort feed at around the four year of age. So it is probably a lot more about being comforted at the breast and having a really a nice cuddle that that breastfeed context comes in. And therefore, I am guessing the vigor of the suck of the baby at the breast might not be as, um, you know, as intense as it was initially. And therefore, you'd expect definitely that um, baby or the four-year-old uh, toddler will be satisfied with um, the breast milk that um, they can gather at the breast. Yes. Right. And how do you manage breastfeeding if you're still feeding your eldest and a second baby arrives. 
That's a wonderful question. So I've done now in preparing for today, I've done quite a lot of research into this. And there is uh, definitely a lot of evidence and a lot of comfort that I'm getting about uh, tandem feeding. So the, the term it, uh, we use for that is tandem feeding. So maybe being a breastfeeding while you are pregnant and it is safe and many women do it successfully. It might uh, mean that while you are pregnant, the taste of your breast milk, potentially, potentially even the consistency of the, your breast milk might change. Consistency and, uh, and ingredients in your breast milk might change and that, that might or might not be palatable to your older baby, to your older child. Uh, but definitely it is possible to breastfeed while pregnant and therefore continue tandem feeding, so uh, feed breastfeeding, say a newborn child and an older uh, baby or an older child. So um, possible uh, things to look out for uh, with that would be the benefits and the requirements of the newborn child are likely to be bigger than your older child and therefore um, you might want to give them uh, or assure them the colostrum for example that early milk that is so rich and dense in nutrients for the early stage, that colostrum is present in the breast from uh, late in pregnancy. And you would want to uh, make sure that your newborn child has uh, the benefit or the first peak, if you want, of that. Chances are you will find yourself breastfeeding your newborn child a lot more frequently and for longer periods than your older child. You will want to make sure that both of them are, are receiving their um, needs or, or having their needs met uh, in terms of the breast milk they're receiving. And interestingly, um, having an older child at the breast as well might stimulate your supply and make sure that your younger baby or your newborn baby has plenty of copious, copious breast milk for them, um, definitely well above what they uh, really need. So you can use your older child to stimulate your supply and to increase it um, for the benefit of the younger baby. Aren't boobs amazing? Here we are, we are. Oh, Karen, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks a million. It was a lot of fun and I'm always here happy to um, answer questions and look into things. Very exciting topics. Thank you, Karen. That's Karen Charon. She's a midwife and a lactation consultant with the Parent School. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.